This is Westfair Business Buzz from Westfair Communications, publisher of the Fairfield County Business Journal. Here's your host, Phil Hall. Hello and welcome to Westfair Business Buzz. I am Phil Hall, Senior Enterprise Editor for the Westchester and Fairfield County Business Journal. Today my guest is Danny Glazer. She is the founder and CEO of Green Team Spirit LLC and Program Director with Green Business Partnership. And Danny, for those who are not familiar with your work, what is Green Team Spirit and the Green Business Partnership? Well, we'll start out with the confusing question. Um, so Green Team Spirit is my company that I founded in 2009. And the purpose of the company has always been to help businesses to address environmental sustainability within their organizations and provide them with a soup to nuts um, platform and assistance to incorporate sustainable practices into their operations. Green Team Spirit licenses my program and tools and expertise to the Green Business Partnership. So um, for the past 10 years, we have been the really the underpinning of the Green Business Partnership. So it's the same tools, it's just that it's a different kind of a program. Okay. What is the state of green business today in the midst of the pandemic? So it really is more important now than ever in the midst of the pandemic. You know, we have 150 members in the Green Business Partnership. We have over 60 that are certified. And what we had to do back in March was to reach out to our community and say, okay, everybody, what is going on? Um, how, what is the impact of the pandemic on your organization? Are you... Um, feeling as if you are going to continue with driving, you know, sustainability in the organization. And resoundingly, we have heard over and over that um, sustainability, which is saving money, which is um, using less, which is really empowering and engaging employees, is actually more important than ever. So... We um, have just been in conversation with our members and helping them along the way. And of course, everyone is pivoting, um, but we are right there with them to pivot when their you know, members are, their employees are working from home um, or whatever it is that they are facing, you know, um, different kinds of disinfectants and um, environmental justice, and where we are really talking to all of our members and meeting them where they are in this moment. How do you define green? Because uh, I think to contradict uh, Kermit the Frog, sometimes it's a little too easy being green, and a lot of companies and products and services market themselves as being green when it's, uh, it's a rather faint hue. So what is your concept of green? Oh, wow. We are deep green. So you can't get away with anything when it comes to working with us. Um, so when we are looking at a company and any organization, because we work with a lot of nonprofits, um, it is about incorporating environmental sustainability into the operations of the company. What are they looking at? They are looking at, uh, we require 
that they look at organizational commitment. We've written a letter for the CEO to write to all staff to say, hey, we are championing um, going green. We need everybody on board. It's going to be part of your job description. Um, we look at energy, at waste, at water, transportation, purchasing, land use. So everything that goes into being green. And we have a certification program. So as a member joins the program, they get a dashboard. They go step by step through a process. And they have to submit all of their documentation and um, check off a whole lot of boxes in order to get certified. They'll submit it. We'll review it. We'll go back and forth. And um, you can't get certified through our program unless you have truly addressed all of these um, areas which are within your power to address. So we are pretty deep green and we are known for that. We're also known for our greenhouse gas emissions inventory tool. So all of our members are measuring their greenhouse gas emissions and inputting data, data over multiple years. Um, they're making plans with that data, future plans to improve their numbers. So uh, we're very rigorous program but it, we're rigorous but we're also joyous we're not um we don't go by compliance we you just can't really cheat so it's a very positive approach that we have taken and it's um a proven approach as well i haven't been hearing a lot of talk of green issues in this year's election cycle obviously there are other stories that have sort of elbowed it out of the way but what, what would it take to get green issues back into center stage? I mean, to be honest with you, that is not what we are focusing on. Um, we are working, we, we have this incredible community. I, mean, I see green issues um, as, you know, very strong in the community that we're in. You know, the fact that they're not necessarily on the news right now, there's so much noise going on, but um, really, you know, in the quiet, in business, businesses know that they need to engage their employees and treat them well. You know, it's really, you know, when, when people are, you know, looking for work right now, super important that they're working for a company that, that has values and shares their values. So um, I'm not that worried at the moment that green is sustainability because I feel, feel like Hopefully there will be an election where this becomes very important again. But um, I think it is important, but maybe not being talked about as much as you would expect. What are you hearing from your members in the partnership as being the primary uh, green issues that are impacting their businesses today? Um, I mean, right now I think that there are figuring out how to get people, if, if, if their offices were closed, um, how to safely get people back into the office and to do it in a way that honors um, their sustainable values. Um, I think that there's, you know, talk, of, you know, and about equity and environmental justice right now and um, I think organizations are trying to do a better job knowing that um, the climate is um, not really very equitable when it comes to um, you know communities of color are, are getting really the brunt um, or um, you know brunt of 
what is going on as far as pollution. So I think that our members are, when we did this ourselves as an organization, you know, pulled back and really thought about what it is that we are doing right now and in this in this climate that we're all in. And, um, and I think a lot of our companies are doing the same and they were having conversations. They are reevaluating, you know, what their role is as a business, as an organization. And um, so I think that everybody's just, just trying to figure out a whole lot of different things um, than they were before the pandemic. Are you seeing a lot of businesses, or I should say commercial properties, going for LEED certification? Not really. Um, I think LEED is, I mean, I, I think that anyone is, we admire all of the various um, accreditations and um, certifications that are out there, but we do hear often that LEED is expensive. Um, so I am not seeing that very much in my work but you know we are our philosophy is if an, one of our members is go for it all you know go for lead go for um you know any accreditation that's out there that you can get but um no i'm not necessarily seeing that and i think if money is tight that might be one that a company would push um by the wayside right now or or put it on the burner you mentioned equity and justice, and I think that's an issue a lot of people uh, may not be aware of, that a lot of communities of color have uh, been suffering for too many years under uh, very poor environmental conditions. What can we do as a business community to ensure that all people are enjoying good health in communities that are not polluted and are not being mistreated uh, by those who have such a poor concept of environmentalism? Well, I think the first step is just recognizing that it is an issue and that it is a truth. Um, and, you know, some say like sustainability is a privilege, you know, so it really should not be and it cannot be. So, you know, one of the first things that we reach, we have um, an organization in our program called Soulful Synergy. And um, the this wonderful, the two gentlemen that run this organization, they're really all about um, the cross between sustainability and environmental justice. They do trainings, um, they train young people and help, and you know, in all, areas, um, energy efficiency, renewable energy, urban gardening and planning, um, and really helping them get into the green economy as a way to um, overcome the, the environmental justice factor. So I think that um, just being aware, hiring more people of color, um, you know, and just getting that this is this is just a ridiculously unfair issue, and um, and if it's within your, um, if if it's something that you can address within your organization, that it that you should, and and these are conversations that we are having, um, and we did it. We did a program on this. So if you go on our website, there is a whole program on in our library that was recorded. Um, about environmental justice and it's not it's a conversation that is just going to keep on happening your focus with your work is 
primarily in the Westchester County area. How does Westchester compare to other parts of New York State, and for that matter, uh, other parts of the country when it comes to a commitment to green business? I think Westchester, you know, we've been doing this really for 11 years. Um, the interest and the enthusiasm in Westchester for green business is very high. I mean, not only do we have a, you know, membership and certification program, but we have been educating businesses for, for all that time. We've been running a Leaders in Sustainability speaker series at Westchester Community College um, for years and years where we bring thought leaders such as, you know, the sustainability directors from Heineken or from IBM or from Jones Lang LaSalle or panel discussions. So, you know, there is a huge interest in Westchester, but our, our program actually is not just in Westchester. We are in um, 81 municipalities, so 31 in Westchester and 43 outside of Westchester. And that has a lot to do with our partnership with the New York Library Association. So we have about 40 libraries across the state in the program. Libraries are amazing. They get it. They're enthusiastic about sustainability, about um, sharing that with their patrons and being a pillar of their community. So that's been a super exciting partnership. And we also have nine organizations in the program outside of New York State. So we are available nationally. Um, but our focus primarily has been and where the place where we grew up is Westchester. And I have to just say that there's three partners in the Green Business Partnership. It's the Business Council of Westchester, Westchester County Government, and my company, Green Team Spirit. Excellent. Well, I, I would love to go on talking with you for the longest time, but we are limited in the, uh, the time parameters of this podcast. But for listeners who want to continue the conversation with you, how can they get in touch with you? Um, so visit our website, greenbusinesspartnership.org, um, or anybody can email me directly. It's Danny, D-A-N-I, at greenbusinesspartnership.org, and I welcome the opportunity to speak to anybody about the program or help them in any way that I can to move forward. Danny Glazer, thank you so much for taking the time to join us on today's edition of West Fair Business Buzz. Thank you. And I'm Phil Hall. We'll see you again next week. Have yourselves a good one. Join us again for West Fair Business Buzz.